Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Sue, I'm sorry. I'm a little shook up right now. I'm actually leaving my wife. Oh, no. For the first time in 20 years. Yeah, okay. For more than a week. <laughs> for more than a week. Sure. We've never been apart for more than a week in 20-some years. Wow. So this is for real. A whole week. A whole that week. is nuts. Okay, that's what's called a hook. <laughs> Some of you are like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm hanging. I'm waiting. Tell us more. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so that was a really weird transition. But that's kind of the – to be honest, in my gut right now, I actually feel a little awkward. I actually feel a little, like, vulnerable, risky, weird. Like, what are you going to think of me? Cringy, all that kind of thing. But that's how we grew TikTok is being a little bit on the edge with a little bit shock factor, a little bit, right? Because that's what works on TikTok. <laughs> well, it, that's one of the things. There's many things that work on TikTok. And before I get into our segment, by the way, this is Tom with My Beautiful Bride. And Sue is one of those rare people in, in our world. For those of you that want to learn short form videos, specifically TikTok. Oh, we have Eric Artel, um, one of the top TikTokers in the world. Eric just popped on as well. But Sue is one of those rare people that know a lot. I don't say it all, but knows a lot about short form video. And I'll just say this way more than I do. <laughs> she knows way more about the strategy than I do. But there's very few people that learn a lot about short form video or social media for that matter that actually grow big accounts. Because sometimes when people get too caught up with learning, like I did literally for 10 years, 10 years, I listened to every word Gary Vaynerchuk said or Grant Cardone or people like Sue or all the gurus and the leaders of video and social media. And I was literally an, trying to implement because I thought more is better. How many of you, you know, um, by a, maybe a flash of mics or just raise your hand virtually, I could see it virtually, just kidding, think that, you know, more is better, right? If you're an entrepreneur, if you're driven, if you have big goals, more is always better, right? And I'm the kind, I'm the more is always better kind of guy. Um, so, but here's what it, here's what it got me. It got me to be extreme diminishing returns. 
yeah, we create a small social media account through Facebook. And then I'm like, okay, I got to do a Twitter and okay, I got to do a little on LinkedIn and I got to do a little bit here. And it just didn't, it just didn't grow. So I just want to say, Sue, you're a rock star for not only knowing a lot about what we need to do, but also being a top creator and actually putting the, putting it to practice and actually building a big account. And that's what you want to do. And, and I want to be, and I love, thank you, Sue, for such an amazing introduction. And I'm going to be as short as I possibly can, but I do have a message that I want to share. And I don't know if I'm going to be still considered the nice guy after this message, because I think it's, I think I just want, I, I feel in my heart that I want to share with you something because I see so many people, including myself and so many people just listening, 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 and just waiting for that moment of motivation instead of just time to rip off that rip off the bandaid and start going. And I'm going to tell you why right now, because many of you, and, and, and the reason why I'm, this is so, this is so raw to me is because I have so many people like you, so many people that I care about that have great freaking products. You have an amazing vision. You have a powerful company. And also you have a vision specifically that God created you to do a purpose, specific thing that you are designed to do. And right now we are in a literal, this is going to sound cheesy and hypey, but it is, I, I see it for the first time ever. We are in a literal gold rush. I mean, let me just put it this way. The gold rush has nothing like the literal, if you've ever studied in high school, college and elementary school, like what happened during the fever of people rushing to grab as much gold in the, in the, in the United States and around the world as possible. Social media is a gold rush at a million percent, I would bet, thousands and thousands of percent higher value than the literal picking up gold nuggets in the in the rivers of California and throughout the country. We're in a literal gold rush when it comes to attention, getting your message out there, getting people to know who you are, getting people to understand what makes your product great through the trust and the entertainment or the education of your videos. We're in a literal gold rush right now. And, and the question that I have for each and every one of, of you is how much of that gold rush are you picking up right now? Because here's something that I've noticed and I'm, and I'm, to be honest, I'm a little sick to my stomach personally and a little bit mad at myself. And, and I'm going to share with you why, because when, when TikTok first started out, you could literally be in preschool of a knowledge and just start posting videos. And because there wasn't a lot of people out there, especially if you were over 30 and the thing, and the reason why a lot of 30 year olds didn't post a year ago or a year and a half ago, or for sure two years ago or 40 year olds for that matter, like I'm over 40 or for sure 50 year olds. The reason why is we thought it was a, a dancing app for young people. And that's, that's what delayed a lot of you for over a year. But literally a year ago, if you were different, which means you're not just 18, that you could post content. And you didn't need to have a lot of skill because there wasn't a lot of competition for people that were 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s uh, on the app. So you literally you literally didn't need that much. And then, of course, we, it moved into more of an you needed elementary type skill, right? You need a little bit of tiny bit of skill, maybe put some good hooks in there, maybe put some good captions in there and some things to really get your message out there. And then it moved to middle school. And right now, I believe – and this is just an opinion. This is just based on a perspective, and maybe Eric can give me some a different perspective – who is a monster creator on this app, who we're going to hear from, hopefully, if he's available, and some other amazing TikTokers and social media short-form video gurus that are here listening in right now that are going to share if they're available, that we're moving into more of you got to be a little bit more strategic and listen to what Sue Zimmerman saying. Listen to what Eric Artel and Alexander and Nate Forrest and some of the leaders that are sharing. you got to be a little bit more strategic. 
Um, but there will come a time, I believe we're in more of the high school phase and think of it as sports in high school. You had to be good, but you know, not professional, not college level. You had to be pretty good, right? So it's going to reach that stage if we're not there already, where you got to be a little bit, little bit more on your A game to grow on social media. And then it's going to reach, and I don't think we're there yet, especially specifically with short form video, where you have to be more like college level athletics when it comes to uh, when it comes to social media. And then we'll move into the pro stage. You know what the pro stage means? Back in the day, I'm going to date myself, but back in the day when my wife and I wanted to get our business message to the world, we had to invest a hundred thousand dollars into infomercials. Right? I was talking to my my staff the other day who are in their early twenties, and we're like do you know what an infomercial is? She's like, you know, one of them didn't know what an infomercial was. It's those long, boring 30 minute commercials on the television right? where you want to get your message out to the world. This is, I mean, I just, it blows me away what we used to do. We used to do full page magazine ads. I remember spending $50,000 to get out flyers all over San Diego. I don't know if anybody remembers um, Metabolife, right? That was a monster craze. Well, we worked with a company that had a competitor, a competing product made by the same manufacturer for half the price. And we said, if you love Metabolife, which was booming weight loss at the time, then you'll love Slim Caps Ultra at half the price. And we got out $50,000 and went into massive credit card debt. Plus, my mom literally mortgaged her house because I'm like, in my mind, this is the gold rush. The gold rush is getting our um, door hangers. They were door hangers to every home or many homes in, in Southern San Diego. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to get so freaking rich. We're going to get our message out to the world about how great our weight loss product is. And we're going to grow our team and get, get a bunch of customers. $50,000 yielded us. Kim, I'm sitting with my beautiful bride right now. Do you remember how many customers we got, honey? 10 to the thousand. No, we got three customers. She wasn't listening to me. <laughs> Marriage after 24 years. No, she's doing her own thing. Three, three, uh, three customers. We made like back 40 bucks or something like that of $50,000. That's why you want to know why a 40 something year old dude, my wife and I, and my wife's 49, why we went all in with TikTok because we've seen the patterns of getting our butt kicked. We've seen the patterns of radio and, and TV and all these things. We've, we fortunately, Oh, we, we've seen how valuable getting media out there, but also how challenging it is. So right now we're in literally the best season of our life. And I try, this is like, I literally feel like I'm speaking to my kids right now because I'm, my kids had viral TikTok accounts. Like they would be like, we were talking with the D'Amelio family. We were up there, not at their level at that time, but we were really close to being like the second or third family. And then my kids are like, oh, this is boring. I don't know to see the value of this. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show you. And I took off with my account. I'm like, gosh, if I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to start start rocking it because I saw the value of it. So my, my thing to all of us and all of you is right now is the time. Right now is the time to get it because I'm telling you, you're going to look back like, we, like we've seen Facebook, like we've seen Instagram, like we've seen TikTok, like we've seen, no, sorry, TikTok, like we've seen Twitter and all these other things. They came and, and I'm not saying they're gone but to build on some of those platform takes a lot of focus, a lot of strategic, a little bit of skill, a little bit, a little bit more copywriting than you think, a little bit, a little bit, a little more strategy and different things to really pop off on those platforms. So I, I believe you're gonna, a lot of us are going to look back five, 
10 years from now and go, holy cow, remember when I can post a video on TikTok and get 100 views or 1,000 views or 10,000 or 100 or whatever your account's at or what it could be at? So the number one thing I'm going to tell you is expect that it's your time. Go all in as if you believe it is your time. And when something doesn't necessarily make sense, like TikTok did not make sense to us a year and a half ago. When something doesn't make sense, you have to evaluate what other people are saying and maybe listen to people like Gary Vaynerchuk who says TikTok's the next big thing a year and a half ago. And I said, okay, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm not going to analyze it. I'm not going to try to wonder about it. I'm just going to go all in. And I'm telling you, it makes a big difference. And the biggest regret that I have though is you is not going. I thought I was going all in, but we really did not go all in with all the strategies that we knew that we can do a little bit better, a little bit more focused, a little bit more strategic, a little bit better collaborations. I talk about a, a lot of collaboration as being the number one way to grow social media by far. And I think it still is one of the best ways that I didn't go all in on it. I did it a little bit, but but I believe that collaborations is the, is the ultimate hack to growing to growing your account. So I'm going to give a couple quick tips and then we're going to open it up. Maybe Eric or someone else can start to chime in and give some value on really how to pop short form video. But a couple tips that really mattered for us, and I'm going to break it down real quick. I'm going to give a very strategic example of a hook. A hook is what I did when I first opened up this segment. And I said, my wife, I'm actually leaving my wife for the first time in 20 years. Because I'm, I, I, and by the way, I'm with my wife 24 seven, 365 for literally over 24 years of marriage now. And I'm like, okay, for the first time ever, I'm going to like go hang out and do a guy's thing for a week in Costa Rica next week. Right. Not take my family. Like we did a week ago in Costa Rica. My, my wife said, you know what? I want to stay at home. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go mountain biking and fishing and doing a whole bunch of crazy guy things for the first time. And I'm a homebody and I love being around my wife. But I'm not leaving my wife literally, but I'm <laughs> going away for a week uh, to do something different. So that was a shock. That was what's called a, a shocking statement to get attention uh, from people. And here's an example of – and I am just threw this out there. A, a, uh, I don't want to say a bad way, but not the best way that I see people starting off their videos. Let me give you an example. Okay, here it goes. Hey, I was thinking, you know, the other day – about talking to you about, you know, what the algorithm is doing on TikTok. Okay, that's a, an example of an opening of a video. Okay, I was thinking, I'll do it again. Hey, I was thinking the other day about, you know, talking to you, talking to, no, sorry, talking to all of you about, you know, really what I believe the short form video is for, uh, you know, what's happening on, on short form video with TikTok. So that's, that's a way that I see a lot of people doing Here's, here's another way to do it that might be a little bit better hook. And again, I'm not saying I'm a perfect at hooks or copywriting, but I, but I always think a little shocking. And let me give an example. TikTok is shaking it up again. Something simple like that. Or TikTok dropped the bomb. I don't know if that, would, that might be triggered, but something that's shocking, something that's simple. Instead of saying, hey, I was thinking, or you know, the other day, or blah, blah, blah. If it's a so what, like when you're speaking in your copywriting or your t your title of your short form video, or you start off your short form video with, like, think of your audience. If they're gonna say so what, like if you're gonna if you're like trying to build up in your own mind, thinking it's creative and interesting, you gotta you gotta evaluate the words. And I'm like, is that really a so what? You think someone will say so what? 
uh, instead you can save yourself three seconds or four seconds or five seconds and get right to the shocking point of what you want to tell them and then backtrack it. That, that's what that's what a powerful hook is. So say something shocking like, oh my gosh, <laughs> for the first time in 20 years, I'm leaving my wife or I'm leaving my wife. First time ever in 20 years. Actually, what I'm really doing is we're such homebodies together. We are together, blah, 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 blah. And then I might tell the story. So I want to bring you in and then, and then I want to tell you maybe a little bit more of the details of that story because specifically on TikTok and Instagram Reels and all the short form platforms, you've got to get my attention. We are in an extreme ADD uh, culture where you got to catch people's attention very quickly. So a couple of other quick tips that I always do or I want to do when I'm really focused. And let me be really clear. Most, especially with Clubhouse coming out, I've not been as intentional, right? But when I want to be intentional, I always want to plan something unexpected. So if you're doing a trending video or something that a lot of people are doing, fine. But do something where a book drops in the background and people have to replay it. And like, what was that? What the heck was that loud noise? There was a video that my daughter did that taught me a lesson many years, many months ago, many, many, almost a year ago that she screamed. I forgot why she screamed, but randomly something happened to her like a spider. And she screamed in the background in my video while I was doing a TikTok video in the kitchen. And that scream, like I thought my video and the content was so good, but the best part of the content of that video wasn't how cool and creative my video that I thought through to put together on TikTok was. It was the unexpected weird thing that happened in the background, which was my daughter that screamed. And all the comments blew up, go, what, what happened to her? What did you do? Why did she scream? You know, all those things. So I always now, or not always, but when I want my videos to do better, I'm always thinking of something that I can do that is unexpected. Like um, I pranked and it didn't do well. Like some of the things are always, you know, they, they don't do well, but that's the thing about TikTok. Some do, some don't, is I'll have someone walk in the background or have, have something unexpected, you know, someone do something weird in the background or drop a pan or I'll misspell words. Like I will misspell and I will misspell words often. People are looking your haters and even your fans, right? Because they're not creating. So if they're not creating the majority of people or a lot of people, they want to find imperfections in you. So I give it to them. I give it to them on a silver platter, right? I will give them imperfections like I'll misspell things or I will say something that's incorrectly, right? Or actually, and sometimes it's not by meaning, but it taught me a big lesson to be imperfect. I have two beautiful, identical twin daughters that are 20 years old that both had accounts over a half million. And one of their, the, the one that's really wears a lot of makeup. She's really always wants to dress like perfect. And she's always like fashion, fashionitas. And she looks, you know, she, I don't want to say she looks prettier, but she looks more made up all the time. The other one doesn't give a rip. She doesn't like wearing makeup. She's very natural. And she also looks different because she has a blind eye. So it's very cloudy and very different than McKinsey, who, you know, appears to be like Instagram-ish, kind of always ready, right? Instagram always ready. But what's really interesting is Madison, the one with the, the eye, the blind eye that doesn't wear makeup, her account does way better. It's really interesting in a lot of reasons because people are always, her, her algorithms are always blowing up because people are always like, don't mean to be offensive, but what's wrong with your eye? Imperfection. 
So if you're a little overweight or underweight, if you're a little older or too young, if you're a little weird and a little cringy and a little this and a little like you, your dance videos are weird and off and they're not perfect, those are sometimes the unexpected pan-dropping, screaming in the background thing that you need to embrace instead of worrying about what people are going to think. And then, of course, the last thing I'll share is a little bit of controversy. You know, if you do something a little bit of controversy, now I'm just going to tell you, I am a Christian and I have certain political views, of course, and certain things about COVID and all those things like so many other people with extreme opposite opinions have. But for me, and I've just learned, you got to be really careful on social media right? now more than ever because you don't want to be censored. So I am, I do want to create a little bit of like controversy, but I don't want to cross the line too much so my account doesn't get banned or blocked or suppressed or anything like that. So you got to be controversy, but you also have to be really creative that you're not being too controversial because weird things can happen. And that's just my opinion on when it comes to a uh, little bit of controversy. And I know I've seen Grant get real controversy with his big accounts. And by the way, if anybody like Grant pops in the room, please, someone, I'm not looking at my phone, please. It's okay to always cut me off. I always like to learn from people that are at that kind of level. And I like to get out of the way as fast as possible so I can learn from people that normally you'd have to pay a tremendous amount of money for to be, you know, in person with. Um, just a quick side note. So I'm done with, you know, the quick, I don't know if you call it a rant. Hopefully it's tips. Hopefully it penetrates. Maybe it shakes you up a little bit, but I hope that it helps. And I pray that because the one thing that I, I want to share with you is, and I shared this before, but we are literally in the best time of our life. Are you taking advantage of it? The best time of our life when it comes to getting media out, the best time of our life of getting your message out that you don't have to pay a lot of money for. I, I stopped doing Facebook ads. We were spending hundreds of thousands of dollars in Facebook ads. I haven't done Facebook ads now for two and a half years. We're finally starting them back up again because we've gotten kind of in the rhythm of organic reach, kind of going a little bit, but um, it's time. It's time to get your message out there and not overthink it. You do not need to understand. Like I do not, let me just give you some things. I still do not know how to pull off the watermark. I still don't do hashtags. And I'm not saying this is good, um, uh, those things are good to do. They're they're better to do. Learn from people like Sue to do. So I'm not saying don't learn those things, but don't overthink those things. If you're not ready to, if you if you barely have the time in the day to do your job, your career, your kids, your grandkids, if you barely have enough time to do three, you know, one platform, forget two platforms. Forget it. Go all in a TikTok. A week later, when you figure it out, a month later, a year later, then start doing Instagram Reels. Now, is it a good idea to do both? Heck yeah, for sure. It's very smart when you can do it. When you have the time, the discernment, the energy, the ability to go get traction, sure, go go for it on, on two platforms or three platforms. You know, we're just now getting to the point where we're looking at Pinterest. We're just now looking at where we can get on LinkedIn. But I've I've gotten down the road a little bit with a little bit of a system and a little bit of a team and a little bit of experience, and now we're starting to open up some more other channels. We're starting to do vlogging. We're starting to do uh, podcasting finally. So we're now just slowly, but at first, again, if, you, if you're just jumping on, for the first 10 years, I tried to do all of it, and none of it really caught traction. Not very, very little of it caught traction. Um, awesome. So let's... Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.